0: doubt should be more transparent in the church i think that it there comes a point where you've been a christian for a while and you don't really want to express doubts because you feel like oh i should know that already or i should just have more faith and so we really tried to make it a safe place to express that there are people around me who have doubts i sometimes
1: have doubts because that's just the truth This is Study With Friends, a weekly dive into the answers and questions we find in the Bible, in the church, and the broader Christian faith. Welcome back. I'm Paige, and this week we are again talking apologetics with reasons to believe, taking a look at the doubts that may have pulled us away, but the reasons that brought us back to Christ. This episode is part of a series. You can get the rest of the episodes, learn more about the guests in this series, about the resources we provide, or about the larger work that we are doing at studywithfriends.org. God, thank you for bringing us together
0: and for giving us an opportunity to be edified and encouraged by the reasons that each of us has to believe in you. We thank you for the time. We ask you to bless it, and we lift it up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we'll start with introductions. I'm Holly. I'm always here, so I don't need to say much more than that. I will let you introduce yourself. I'm Gianna.
2: I'm Holly's daughter. Um, I'm 21. I go to a Presbyterian church, and obviously I grew up in the faith because I grew up here. (laughs)
3: My name is Lane. I am a sophomore at college. I am a chemistry major, and I grew up in a non-denominational church, and I I went to a Christian school my whole life. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kate. Um, I
4: am going to be a senior this year at university, and I'm a psychology major, and I've been attending a non-denominational non-denominational church um, my whole life. So yeah, grew up
0: in the faith. Okay. So we'll hear how that impacts why you believe. Um, I forget who we said. Oh, you were going to start. So, okay, so let me set up the the premise. Um, At the beginning of the year, we started working in what the fancy word is apologetics. But basically, it's just... Being able to articulate why you believe and what you believe and the veracity of it. So the first part of the year, we did a long series called Dealing with Doubt. And what we did in that series is we talked about some of the things that create doubt in us and the people around us about our faith. It was a good series. I recommend. (laughs) Um, Now we're sort of flipping that coin over and we're talking about reasons to believe in Christianity. Um, I think that both have a place. I really uh, talked a lot about how doubt should be more transparent in the church, in my opinion. Um, I think that it com- there comes a point where you've been a Christian for a while and you don't really want to express doubts because you feel like, oh, I should know that already or I should just have more faith and so we really tried to make it a safe place to kind of express that there are people around me who have doubts. I sometimes have doubts because that's just the truth. We all experience that. And so, I don't know, we're just not about pretending that we don't. And so um, I also think that experiencing doubt and working through it can really mature your faith. And so we just we just had a good several conversations about we got really we had a lot of conversations about jonah (laughs) that's a big one apparently people really have some questions about that uh, narrative so but we just talked through a lot of things that cause us to doubt and how we cope with it and so now we're just talking about this has been a really fun series for me because it's um it's always encouraging to hear other people's kind of testimony this is really um, more of a testimony-based series, which is a little bit different than what we've done in the past. Um, I hate to do this. I hate it. But I will say that... Plug it. I know do it. Plug I, it's it. Not, it's not so much a plug. Um, so there's a book on our website called Searching for God. Who wrote that? I did write this. Um, and we're using some of this um, as the foundation for the things that we're talking about, we'll refer to it several times, I'm sure because it's happened already in the series. Um, And so that's available on the website if you're listening on another source or watching on another source. So um, there should be a link to that under the YouTube comments. um, And there's always a link to it on our website. So uh, typically we have a different homework set. It's a PDF. This is not self-published, so I can't give it away for free. Uh, So that's a little bit different than what we normally do. But um, I do recommend if you have additional questions about the things that may come up today, we'll let you know if any of those things um, are covered in the book. And uh, I do, I have referred a few times to some of the other works or some of the other collaborators. So I'll I'll pepper that in as is appropriate. So uh, that's sort of our foundation. Um, Kate's back because she has a lot of reasons to believe. And so she's here for round two. So I'm going <laughs> to let you start, um, because I'm excited to continue to hear about your faith journey and the reasons that you have um, to feel confident in your faith. Oh, no, my pen. She whips out the notebook. Am I allowed she's to reference,
4: like, the last? Yeah, of course. Okay, again. <laughs> Um, We
0: hope that people watch more than one time. I was like, let's hope. (laughs) And if (laughs) they didn't, they can always go back because that's always, the content's always available. Um,
4: So, um, yeah, I only have a few this time, but it's like a bigger thing. Um, So for last time I had mentioned, actually hopefully I did, but I think last time I mentioned that I was diagnosed with ADHD, I think summer of 2020 and then um I've always been like an anxious like kid my whole life and like there's just like a bunch of things that like made me anxious but like it was never like a big deal or anything like that um and then this past October of 2021 um it got really bad to the point where I had to go home from school and like that's like school is like one of my favorite places to be because it's like that's where I can do my own things and like you know I can Basically like living with your friends and then there's like school on the side. <laughs> it's um, camp. It, yeah. <laughs> so that was really hard for me because I was like I know that I knew that I couldn't be there and I was like begging God, I was like, please just like fix this mm. so that I can stay here because like not that I I love my home, I love my family, but it was just like I'm here at school and like it was October and I was like, I don't know. If I go home, what if I don't come back? Mm. So um and I was, you know, praying about it while I was there with, like, my anxiety and everything, like, 'cause because I would just have, like, random anxiety attacks, like, throughout the day. Um, or, like, maybe, like, a few a week, it depended on what was going on. And then I would, like, get over them, and, like, I would have friends, like, help me. And I was, like, trying to find, like, coping mechanisms, but it never really, like, stuck. Like, it would stick for, like, that, like, attack. And then it would happen again, and I would be, like, oh, like, I don't know what to do. And I was, like, should I go home? And I was, like, I don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> I had ordered these shoes that I'm wearing. They're super cute. And the clunky ones? The big, my big clunky Yay. ones. And Love those shoes. I had ordered them and they weren't coming um, until like whenever, because took a while to get here. And I was like, well, you know what? They're coming, they were coming like the next day. I think it was a Monday or like it was Sunday and they're coming Tuesday. And Sunday was like a pretty good day for me, like anxiety wise, like it wasn't too bad. We went to, we went apple picking. It's like an orchard, it was a lot of fun. And then I was like, okay, if I don't feel good today, like then I'll go home and then I can worry about my shoes another day. And then (laughs) it came to Monday and I was like, okay, I made it to Monday. And that's when I was like, I need to go home. Mm. And my mom was already coming to give me, um, she uses like essential oils a lot. So she's coming to give me one for anxiety. And I don't know if I had called her on the way there or no, I got there, she got there. And I got in her car and she's like, you want to go home? And I was like, yeah. And so then my dad also came and then they took me home. And um, that was a really, I don't know how long I was home. Maybe like a good two, three weeks. Um, And I started um, therapy and then I also went to like my mom's doctor because he doesn't he's I think the term is holistic and holistic and like mm-hmm. natural like he's mm-hmm. into like natural stuff so I wanted to like try that out and see if that worked better than starting off with like SSRIs mm-hmm. or like any other mm-hmm. kind of thing for it and so those are both going well um and I really liked my therapist and she was also a Christian which helped a lot um because she was also like don't forget like at the end of the day like go to God mm-hmm. for these problems so I think that was also another thing just like going to him for everything and like honestly begging because I was like I want to go back to school mm. but also I was like I don't want to feel like this anymore mm. and so that was like I mean it's still going strong but like that was the strongest my relationship had been.
0: Because of um, the fact that you were learning to depend on him? Yeah Okay. and I'd known that
4: like I was supposed to depend on him before but it was kind of like for me um, I'd mentioned also like the last time like there are people that have like their amazing like testimonies where he like God brought them back from like drugs and addiction and like other like terrible situations and like I never had that Mm -hmm. and um this was kind of like that was my Mm -hmm. like big thing that had happened to me um and like still to this day I'm like super thankful to him and like just it's helped like my trust in him and like really because I always trusted God but it was like I really really had to depend on him and trust him in that time Mm -hmm. and like I still do with it like I still have like
0: little things that like make me anxious and
4: can like set me off but like i know now
0: can you tell me what that looks like practically like i feel like this and then i do this and Um, how that how that helps you have a stronger faith
4: i'm trying to think of like a specific
0: example
4: um i can't think of one from like then that much but just like recently if i feel anxious i just like keep repeating in my head like god's got me like i'm good and like i just kind of like trust in him and then also like i have like things from therapy like breathing techniques and stuff like that that i use um but that's like the biggest thing is just to remember that like no matter what like god's got my back mm-hmm. and that was like a big thing that got me through all of this and like i still like trust in him to this day and like still use that um Whenever I like feel, and also just in general, like not even just when I feel anxious, mm-hmm. like whenever I'm in a situation that would, well, any situation really calls for that, but.
0: Yeah. So one of the things that we talked about, thanks for sharing that, that was really vulnerable. I appreciate you. I didn't know that happened. Um, one of the things that we talked about last, on the last two, um, with the last two groups was how um, sometimes people discount personal experiences because they feel subjective or um, because of psychology and whatever, people feel like, oh, that's all in your head. Mm -hmm. And that's really difficult for me to, that frustrates me because I feel like, um, I don't know, like you wouldn't do that about anything else that someone was personally experiencing. Mm -hmm. You know? People just do it when it comes to faith and the supernatural because they just have a presupposition that they don't want to buy into that. And I think that personal testimonies like what you're sharing actually can be the most impactful. Like, I think that from a, I don't know, building blocks standpoint, I used her words, um, some people would think, okay, I have to build and the... Listen, there's. It's good to build a system. I love systematic theology. It's good to build a system, but you can't forget about the heart and the experiential things that happen as a result of having faith and having a relationship with God. Um, and so, I just wanted to kind of draw that out a little bit because people can have faith in a lot of things, mm-hmm. and they can help. You know, you can have faith in breathing techniques and that can help. You can have faith in yoga, and that can help. But but it's really about the relationship that you have with God that, that sustains. And that's what I was kind of trying to tease out. Like, you're not just saying a mantra, God has got my back. You've experienced God having your back. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's relational. Um, and so I just wanted to, Maybe I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I just think that in order to kind of um, support what you're saying, I want to make sure that that we kind of talk that through. It's Mm -hmm. uh, that it's relational, that it's not just, do you know what I'm saying? Like you can believe in a lot of things. Um, I can believe that. I don't know. Burning a candle, you know, makes this bad spirits go away. I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, but this is different. This isn't just something I choose to believe and I talk myself into it. This is a give and take with the creator. Um, and obviously it's really hard to describe if you're not in a relationship with him, mm-hmm. but can you just, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but would you talk <laughs> a little bit more about mm-hmm. that? Because I don't want it to come across like, Oh, well she's just drinking the Kool-Aid and it's good that it works for her because it's a, lot, a lot of what we like hear... Like a placebo effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. That's perfect. The placebo effect is a great way to describe it. And a lot of people are like, well, that." I'm glad you found something that works for you. But that's not my truth, right? So like all of that. And I just, I would like, if you can, and we can come back to you if you want to process what I'm saying. Um, but I think... When we share our testimony, it's helpful for people to really understand what we're experiencing from a give and take, not just from a, this is what I believe and it helps me. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Okay. I don't know if I was articulating that very well at all. Yeah. So
4: just, I had mentioned in the last one that I did that um, it was sort of with like my prayer life and also reading the word that I didn't have like a relationship with him. And that's why I had doubts like when I was younger. And then I realized that it was a relationship instead of like, like you, sometimes when I was younger, I would think like praying was like a list. Like you had, of course, like with prayer requests too, like people would write them down in like a list. Mm-hmm. And then it was a list you had to like go through and um, making sure like not to forget anything, but it's just like, then I started like the transition of like, oh, God remembers, like, even if you forget, it's mm-hmm. so like, it's okay. And then also then from that transition of like listing off things, like which is like you can still list things yeah. off when you pray. But like if it's just like I need to get through this list, like that's not how yeah. it works. So then starting to just like talk to God, kind of like he's in the room. And then also, t- you know, praying for those things that were like in the list of things that you had to pray for. Um, and I think that's where it started like my relationship. And then realizing that it was like a give and take of like Yes, you do, like, have to pray for these things. But it's not, like, if you forget something, it's going to be horrible. Because, yeah. like, he remembers. And I think that's where my relationship really started. Because it was just, like, okay, I'm just going to talk to God. Mm-hmm. And then if I forget something, he'll remember. And then, and also a lot of times when I would be, like, just talking to him, I'd be, like, oh, like, I remember this. And then also just, then it started with, like, the trust um, aspect of that. That.
0: So it really if if I'm hearing you right not to interrupt but it it evolved from I wonder if that happened to either of you growing up in the church like to where it felt like it's a to-do list mm-hmm. versus it's a relationship but that's what I'm hearing you mm-hmm. say and I think that's really helpful because um and I love what you said about like just talking to God like he's in the room cuz he is um yeah and different people do different things, like as I'm getting older um during my prayer time, I used to be able to like remember everything that I wanted to pray, but then, like my mind goes, I just get distracted, and I'm like, What was I even praying about like i'm so I'm starting to like write my prayers so that mm-hmm. I can like stay focused and everybody does it in a different way. I'm not writing it because I feel like it's homework. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it because it's like a journal that I'm just like Yeah, I do you know, walking like I through with God. Down. Yeah. Um, so I wonder did that happen to either of you? Just the transition from is that what you're saying you experienced a transition from like a to do list mm. or a set of rules into yeah. this is a relationship and it's really about the relationship first and then there are actions that flow out of that. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's good um you can speak to either of those things or you can do your own thing um do you want to go next or do you want gianna to go next i don't care
2: um yeah i i definitely experienced that i sort of like a you know bless mommy bless daddy mm-hmm. bless sophia and then like you know like literal i I don't i was too old to be literally having like that kind of list but i did that for a while and I think I remember that my list got up to like sixteen different things. But um yeah, and then I but then like the way that I did it, then my transition from, you know, shopping list of blessings to actually just talking is I would get the blessing stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. I would pray that. And then I'd be like, Okay, now we can talk. like I just I know I have to do that but and then eventually I was like oh I don't have to do that Mm -hmm. like he knows what I need and he knows what the people around me need and yeah of course praying for stuff as they come up if someone's sick or if someone's like struggling with something obviously you can pray for them as many times as you want but I was like I don't have to get through like there's not like a list of formalities that I have to get through in order to have a conversation with God. Can I ask you a question Kate? Mm Mm-hmm. Where did the shoes come into the story? Because you talked about the shoes. I realized I didn't make that connection. And I was Um, like, I'm so happy if we're just calling attention to those shoes because they're phenomenal shoes. Hold them up for the camera, please. Yeah. (laughs) But I was like, why is she talking about the shoes? I (laughs) forgot to
4: like mention that um so that was one of the reasons i was going to stay because i was like okay mm. I'm that's, how I, make that's, it. You
0: wanted that's how I got it She okay, was okay. like the shoes were like a marker where she was like let me get to the time let me yeah. get my shoes yeah. and then i can go home but then i
4: went home literally the day before the yeah i had oh my friend get, get them shoes. so it's okay.
0: fine yeah <laughs> and then i went back and then i got them <laughs> i think that's a normal mechanism like when you're in a no, difficult it is time yeah to absolutely. put like small milestones in place yeah, yeah that's how i received it but i'm glad you i just hold that thread back i appreciate that and okay. I also wanted to highlight the shoes once more. Yeah, the shoes are right. <laughs> Um Did you experience that with um, growing up in the church? Did you experience a transition of what you were taught versus what you embraced? I think I did, but for me, I actually think it happened when I was very
3: young. Like, I remember, like, maybe, like, third grade. Like, I remember that happening for me, and, like, I just i don't know i just feel like it was always like said like at my church like over and over again that like it's like a relationship like this isn't like a list of rules you have to follow like it's about like god and it's jesus he loves you and he wants you to like talk to him and like be a part of your life and i don't think that i ever really dealt with like feeling like it was just like a list of things that i had that's to do. good yeah
0: yeah because i think that's a pretty common experience mm-hmm. um for children of the church to feel like this is just part of my behavioral guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. Behavioral Mm -hmm. handbook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good.
1: Hi again, it's Paige. Thanks again for joining us in our study today. We hope that you found some great truths to apply to your life and encouragement for your faith as you continue to mature in your walk with Jesus. We here at Study With Friends are modeled more like a small group. We want to encourage you to continue your growth through the local church. If you don't have a church home, we encourage you to find one where the Bible is taught in every situation. Study With Friends is a completely donor-supported ministry, and if we have blessed you, would you consider donating to us? Monthly partnerships are particularly helpful, but no amount is too small. We'd also love to stay connected. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can stream us on the go wherever you are with iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. And now you can watch the ladies on YouTube. If all that seems to be a bit too much for you, feel free to email us. You can find our email address on our website, studywithfriends.org. While you're there, you can check out a myriad of other resources we have that are all free for you. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time when we study with friends.